Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This episode of Long Night with Vish Khanna was recorded on Friday, April 24th, 2015 at the Eastern Edge Gallery in St. John's, Newfoundland during the Long Yavanya Arts Festival. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Eastern Edge Gallery. We have a very exciting show for you tonight. Featuring printmaker Amory Sanford. We've got author Elizabeth DeMariaffi. We've got visiting artists all the way from Reykjavik, Iceland, Ava Isleaf's daughter and Raquel McMahon. We've got a food tasting with Aaron Turk. We've got musical guest Suds. And ladies and gentlemen, it's my great pleasure to introduce all the way from Guelph, Ontario, He's the Royal City's own Larry David. Please put your hands together for Vishkana. Well, now I'm in a bad mood. You call me the Larry David of Guelph? Is that what you said? I don't, I don't know. You always seem, I think that's a compliment, Vish. I don't know if it is. How about a hand for the burning hell, everybody? So uh, we're here at the Eastern Edge Gallery. We got downgraded from the Rocket Room last year, and I'm not that happy about it, frankly. I, uh, is everyone comfortable? Upgraded? Upgraded. It's upgraded, actually. Did I already Larry David the show and his yeah. <laughs> venue? No, I love the Eastern Edge Gallery. It's just a little smaller than the Rocket Room, right? It's more intimate and, and I think more exciting. That's what you think. All right, fine. <laughs> I uh, come all the way here, and they tell me it's a smaller room. I don't know what to think. Feel bad. Feel bad. You guys good, right? You're all good. How are you, Matthias? I'm very well, thank you. Now you used to live here for quite a long time. Yeah. And uh, now you're in PEI. Yeah, in the and country. Wh- what's it like being back? It's wonderful. I had a great trip here. Flew over part of an ocean. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. It was excellent. Do you have a sense that uh, of how things are going in St. John's? Well. I mean, I think things are going fantastically. What do you think? Well, I I wasn't sure that a lot was going on because a woman approached me last night at the ship and she said, 
Hey, aren't you the guy I met last year who always wears shirts from the same place? Like, you always buy shirts from the same place? And I was like, that's what you remember of me? Like, a year later, that's your only memory is that I wear shirts and that I might be some weirdo who buys them from the same place? Uh, but you do buy your shirts from the same place, it's though. Not, I'm not saying it's not true. It's just a weird thing to remember. So, is everything, is, is, are things in St. John's okay? Yeah. yeah? And so your flight was over a lake, you say? No, an, uh, an ocean. Part you of an ocean. An, over a lake, you say? No, part of an ocean. It's an actual ocean. Yeah. And was it safe? Was it an okay flight? It was wonderful. I had kind of a weird flight. What happened? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> well, it was just awkward. The whole thing was awkward. I got on the plane, and the, the, you know the Air Canada, the, what are they called, stewardesses? I think they're, they're called flight attendants. Flight attendant yeah, yeah. is a guy. Yeah. You can't be, can you be a stewardess if you're... You can be a steward, steward. but I think we just generally say, say we say flight attendant now. Okay, so yeah. the flight attendant guy, I see him, and we make eye contact, and I, I just nod at him, and then I go, uh, huh, full plane. And he goes, you know, he just looks at me, he's like, uh, first time flying? <laughs> and I go, no, I just mean it's a lot of people, it's a full plane. And he goes, oh, I thought you said cool plane. <laughs> I look like an idiot. Make my way to the seat, right? I go to the, my seat, and I get the window seat. And then the guy who's sitting beside me, my seatmate, he's like an older white guy. I just like pointing out people's race. It's a weird thing I do. So he gives me that nod. I nod at him, and it's that nod of like, I'm glad you're not a crying baby. You know what I mean? Like, it was nice. It was fine. But then I did a weird thing. I ordered a ginger ale and a glass of water. That's not weird. It seems a little weird. Lots of people do it. I needed, I wanted to be hydrated. Yeah. And bubbles. I like bubbles. Bubbles. Yeah. Small space. I'm reading this book, Elizabeth DeMarioffi's The Devil You Know. It's a spine-tingling thriller. We're going to learn about it a little bit later. I'm reading this book. Accidentally spill my ginger ale down my leg and into my boot, which I don't wear my shoes on the plane. Do you wear your shoes on the plane? Yeah. <laughs> Is, that, is it weird that I take my shoes off? Oh, you took, you know, once you sat down, you take... Yeah, 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 take, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I do that sometimes, too. Just yeah. for comfort. Like, yeah. it's like I don't like having my... Yeah. So all the ginger ale spills, and then as I'm trying to sop it up, I spill water on the, guy, the glass of water. I spill on him. So now he's, his leg's wet, too, and he gave me that look you get on the plane sometime where... You know what I mean? Like, I felt it where he's like, is this guy a terrorist? That's what I thought he was... <laughs> saying to me because I spilled water on his... Did, you really, do a lot of terrorists just spill, spill drinks? Is that a... Apparently. Yeah. I think that was, that's why you can't bring fluids on the plane. You, people, right, because you, you might spill them. You might spill them. That's yeah. why. Yeah. There's a lot of, they did some research, there's a lot of klutzy terrorists <laughs> spilling water on everyone. So, anyway. Anyway, the plane, the flight was weird enough for me and then, we're, the pilot comes on and says we're descending, we're landing in St. John's. And I'm reading my book, and it's totally engrossing, and I, I don't even pay attention, but half an hour goes by, and I notice we're circling. We're circling. And he finally comes on about half an hour after saying we're going to land and says, you know, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is your pilot speaking, and uh, we have been circling the northern quadrant of the airport because the mechanism that slows the plane down as we're landing isn't working. Our backup system is working, so hopefully we'll be able to land when we do land at an alternate runway, there will be emergency vehicles surrounding the plane, and they will guide us safely to the gate. The weather in St. John's is three degrees, and it's 7.08 p.m. 
No one cared about that last part. <laughs> you don't just throw in the regular stuff at the end of we're all going to die. <laughs> the only thing that would have been weirder is if he'd been like, passengers bound for heaven can expect an easy trip. <laughs> Those going to hell, not so much. Anyway, who's happy to be alive, ladies and gentlemen? That's my point. On the show tonight, St. John's-based author Elizabeth DeMariaffi is here. How about a hand for Elizabeth DeMariaffi? All the way from Iceland, Eastern Edge visiting artists Eva Islivs and Raquel McMahon will be here to talk about their project that uh, is this thing. It's the media, not you. I think it is the media. Don't you think it is actually the media? It's absolutely right. It's not them. No. It might be you. No, I think it's you. But if it's not you, it's the media. All right. Our, uh, oh, oh, yes. You know, is anyone here from out of town? I'm from out of town, as you just heard. Anybody? Yeah? Out of town. Uh, some people visiting St. John's from out of town uh, for La Nuvania might want to know about the food. So we have a food tasting, like a local food tasting thing happening. And uh, that will be overseen by an expert. Aaron Turk is here. How about a hand for Aaron Turk? <laughs> Our musical guests tonight are a band featuring people from Newfoundland and also Hamilton. They're very proud of this distinction. They talk about it with me all the time. They're like, part, part of us are from Newfoundland, part of us are from Hamilton. I'm like, that's great, guys. I don't care. Why are you telling me this? Does that make me a bad person? I just don't, they just won't stop saying it. Remember what I, we were saying about the Larry David? Oh. Suds well. <laughs> will be here. Suds are here to play one song. Why do you have to say I'm Larry David? Why don't you just say you have some problems with being a dick and we're just gonna, we wanna... No, it's just because you're also extremely funny. No. Oh. <laughs> and here all show, she's there in the back right now. She's not very well lit, unfortunately, but she's gonna be making art as we go. Printmaker Amory Sanford is in the back. How about a hand for Amory? <laughs> We'll be, uh, we'll be checking in with Amory, uh, nah, not that time, you okay? We'll be checking in with Amory uh, throughout the evening. All right, we're gonna take a quick commercial break and when we return, Elizabeth Demary-Affi will be here. Stick around, everybody. Thank you for being at the show. This episode is brought to you by Pizza Trocadero, the finest pizzeria in all of Guelph, Ontario. They've got delicious gourmet pizzas or choose from an array of fresh ingredients and make whatever you like. Calzones, wings, panzerottis, salads, breadsticks, garlic bread. Pizza Trocadero has it all. You can find them at 7 Municipal Street in Guelph or visit them online at trocaderoguelph.ca. That's T-R-O-K-A-D-E-R-O-G-U-E-L-P-H.ca. Call them at 519-829-2444 for pickup or delivery. That's Pizza Trocadero, a place of the good trade. Very nice. Very nice, Burning Hell. Thank you for playing your beautiful mu music. You're welcome. It's very nice. Is this a fun gig for you? Because it's a weird one, isn't it's it? It's the most fun I've ever had. Already? Yeah. Okay. It's good. 
Uh, joining us in a few minutes, author Elizabeth DeMary Affey. But first, as I mentioned, we want to check in with Amory Sanford. That was a song called The Wall. Oh, by Pink Floyd. Yeah. She's on the wall. Yeah. Okay, sorry. You got I, didn't know, <laughs> I didn't know what it was. Not the quickest. Yeah, not see, the quickest, I Mr. Larry I David. I understand that. It was a, okay, that's good. Thank you. Very witty. Amory is a local print artist who works mainly in screen printing and lithography, and she is currently the artist in residence at St. Michael's Print Shop right here. And St. John's, join me now in saying hello once again to Amory Sanford, everybody. Hi, Amory. Hi. Hi. How you doing? How are you guys? Good. Are you doing okay back there? Yeah, I'm a little uh, hot, but you know, there's lots of people here. It's good. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's nice. Yeah. So, what are you doing? What are you doing back there? Um, I'm doing a kind of like drawing that's kind of inspired by like bad lawn chair paraphernalia and a little bit of Newfoundland objects like, I don't know, this tattooed seal and pineapple crush cans and um, yeah, just like wanted to make a drawing about like the fact that winter's almost over and yeah, the snow is melting and you know, there may or may not be a dog turd or two hiding in the snow. <laughs> if anyone's really aching to draw a dog turd, please come talk to me. You can probably fit one in somewhere here. You're inviting people to draw dog turds? Yeah, on I mean, I mean, the art gallery? Is that a, what you said? a tasteful dog turd. I mean, don't go ruining my drawing or anything, yeah, but. You don't want to make a raunchy <laughs> dog turd. <laughs> okay, so at the end of the show, will this be done? Like, will, yeah. Does, so that's the end point. You're just going to keep making stuff, and then at the end, what happens to that thing? Um, it might be for sale through La Vanya at this point. Um, we'll keep you posted, so. All right. We'll see. That's yeah. great. All right, Amory, have a hand for Amory, everybody. <laughs> All right, our first guest tonight is a talented writer whose first collection of short stories, How to Get Along with Women, was long listed for the Giller Prize. Her new novel is right here. It is a harrowing thriller called The Devil You Know, which is out now via HarperCollins. She's a resident of your fine city of St. John's, so please make some noise for Elizabeth DeMariaffi. I was just worried. It's like an eight-minute song, so... Yeah. How long were you going to go there? But just, just until the bongo solo, but whatever. Oh, it's it's cool. Sorry. No, yeah, it's no cool. No time for solos. Yeah. Still a fun gig? The most fun I've ever had. <laughs> Elizabeth, how's it going? Good. Thank you for the touches on. No. No, it's not. Is, there, is there a thing I do to turn it on? No, no, no. There's not a thing you do to turn it on. <laughs> You got it going there? We're good, okay, sorry. Hey, how you doing? I'm great, I'm way louder. You're louder than Yeah, I'm way louder, that's yeah, what I'm nice. doing. So congrats on the book. Thank you. I, uh, I've, been enjoying it very I've been enjoying it very much. I read it on the plane, a bunch of it. So you didn't spill any ginger ale actually on the book? Because that's where I thought the story was going and I got a little nervous. I sopped up most of the ginger ale with the safety brochure. Excellent. 
Is that good? I think it's okay. The next person in that seat's not going to know what the hell to do. I noticed that you didn't use any quotation marks to distinguish between dialogue and narration. I As a device, I assume, but I also wonder, like, have you gotten your keyboard fixed? <laughs> you know what's so funny is I, I published this book and I was sort of a little bit expecting to maybe get the odd like negative comment, especially on Twitter. I don't know if you know that, but sometimes people are mean to ladies on Twitter. Um, yeah. And uh, so I was kind of been expecting that and, and that has never happened. In fact, men especially are just love this book and I've gotten really great comments from them. The one person who attacked me was a woman who tweeted for nine hours straight about the lack of quotation marks <laughs> in this book. Um, and it was like nine hours and she didn't tweet about anything else for nine hours and I just I did kept you respond to her no well I did once you know in the beginning I kind of did like a little kill with kindness thing because you you just want me to respond to you that question don't you you want well, to I just I'm hoping you were like you're being unreasonable <laughs> like I wish you had like done stuff like that but you didn't do anything no like no no I, I tried to be like really like kill with kindness and I was like well this is why and then all of a sudden she was like I just threw the book against the wall and I was like wow she threw the book against the I wall? I know, Did I she know. you think it was broken and that the quotes would appear? Right. <laughs> it was amazing. Anyway, so lack of quotation marks elicits a lot of emotion from people. I noticed it. It's, it's Cormac McCarthy does that stuff. Yeah, you know, I think... Um, Cameron did it in The Bear recently. A lot, I think a lot of people do it. I think it became, you know, it's a little bit of an aesthetic thing for me more than I think if you've read the book of short stories there's no quotations in that either and it's not I think it actually does work as a device here because there are some questions about um, you know what's real and what's not and also because so much of the book is Evie's head Evie's the the main character who's a uh, like a new reporter but so much is her sort of narrating the book strongly that it's really important I think for the reader to feel like right inside her head and you know when is she talking you know to a person and when is she talking kind of to herself Um, so I do think it works that way but like no I think for me aesthetically I find like quotations just they sort of clutter up the text they look like a lot of clutter to me it's also a pain you gotta hit shift and then the quote button it's I hate it I don't like it either dude I have no time for that (laughs) it's stupid exactly Uh, you and I met in Guelph many many years ago now a long time ago and uh, you're from Toronto originally? Yeah, I was born in Toronto originally, but I lived in Guelph for probably, like, probably 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's where we met, and then I think through the great, oh, no, I figured out you were living here, well, I think you just told me, I don't know how else I would have figured it out. Probably just told you. I had a plane or something, I think, and you were like, yeah, I live in St. John's. So how long have you been here in St. John's? Uh, Almost three years. Three Uh, years? Almost three years, yeah. Did people here aware that an amazing author like Elizabeth lives in your city? (laughs) No? Hey, be honest. Did you know? I get the feeling no one knows that you're here amongst these people. You know? Okay. It's pretty cool that she's here. What do you most dislike about St. John's? Um, I was going to say what I most dislike about St. John's is like right now to June 30th. (laughs) (laughs) It's a weather thing? It's kind of a weather thing. Um, Just It's that sort of like the, the long moment of spring where you keep sort of looking at the weather report and every day I look at the weather report and I'm like come on 10 degrees like I don't actually ask for a lot right I'm not asking for 18 degrees or 21 degrees I'm like 10 degrees right no um so last year in May because of because of the world of social media like toward the end of May I'm on Facebook and like a couple of days are going by and all of a sudden I go man people are posting like a lot of pictures from last summer hey 
like a lot of pictures from last summer. And it took me, like, no word of a lie, three, four days to go, oh my God, no, these Ontario people, that's right now. They're on patios right now. Like, that's how it looks. When I left, it was snowing. Yay! Don't cheer. <laughs> <laughs> why would you cheer for our suffering? It's not, I guess I understand it's, it's, why. It's called solidarity. Yeah, yeah, it was not good. All right, well, it's, it's a nice, I love this city. It's great. I love coming here. I can't believe I get to come here every year, it seems. Seems that I can do that. It seems like you can do that. I hope it'll keep happening. All right, let's talk about your book. It's about a young female journalist who's grappling with the unresolved sexual assault and murder of her friend from childhood. This was the segue I chose from all that light stuff into Excellent. this heavy, Excellent. heavy book. Um, her story is set against the backdrop of the arrest of Paul Bernardo, who does ever. Why am I polling the audience all the time? He was a serial murderer, serial rapist and murderer who was only known as the Scarborough rapist for. A long time. Um, so this is obviously one of the most horrifying and tragic chapters in Canadian criminal history. What was your relationship to the Bernardo story and what compelled you to revisit it in this way? Um, well, as I said, like I grew up in Toronto and I grew up in Toronto exactly sort of through that time. Um, so Scarborough Rapist was a, a thing sort of from the mid to late 80s through to the mid 90s kind of until, you know, He's, it sort of disappeared. Well, so I guess early 90s, he disappeared, and suddenly we had these girls going missing. And, of course, the police didn't connect that until much later because um, the girls were going missing down in Niagara. Um, but for those of us who grew up in Toronto through that time, and, and actually for a sort of a big generation, it's a very wide generation because I talk to women who are 10 years younger than me, and I talk to women who are like 10, 20 years older than me, and everybody lived the same experience of fear, right, this, this monumental fear. Um, and... Scarborough Rapist is really particular because it was one person. It's, that's very old storytelling, right? Yeah. It was a big villain. Um, and the, the level of fear in Toronto was like, if you were a young woman, you could ask a bus driver to let you off in front of your house, and he would drive off route and let you off in front of your house because this guy was waiting for women and tracking them from bus station, from bus stops um, out in the East End in, in Scarborough. So to having grown up through that. Now, my original uh, idea for the book actually wasn't Bernardo, and Bernardo's really more of a backdrop. It's, a, it's, it's the set piece uh, onto which you know, Evie's actual yeah, story is projected. I think when, I, when we first talked about the book, I thought it was about the Bernardo case, but it's actually, as you say, it's a backdop, and there's a, a, the Evie's got her own history with this, this kind of situation, and the part of the action is maybe the, wasn't, like, it wasn't resolved, like her situation. Yeah. Was, her friend was lost, uh, it just wasn't resolved. So that's interesting, that there's this criminal investigation going on, and then you as, or you, Evie as the reporter, <laughs> I couldn't, I thought of you a lot as I was reading Evie. That's probably weird, isn't it? I get that a lot, actually. That's always the first question, is people like, were you really a reporter? And I'm like, no. I know, no. it's really dumb of me. I know you, even, but I just, uh, you know, I know you. I think that's part of why uh, Evie, and she's funny. Like, th that's the balance that you strike, mm -hmm. is you got this dark story, but there's, there's humor in it. Yeah, and I think she's really funny. I really liked Evie. Um, I found her uh, really, like, deeply pleasurable to write because, because she is kind of that's, sort of... that's sort of her way of dealing with this. She's chosen this really kind of balls-out career. Can I say that in, on your recording? Yeah, you can. <laughs> oh, sorry, we're recording this for a podcast, so... 
can say whatever you want. Okay, it doesn't great. matter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's kind of how she's chosen to deal with this. Her background is that her own best friend had gone missing um, when she was 11, and it's a cold case to this day. And then at 21, so 10 years later, she's like a brand new reporter just out of J school, and what she's doing is crime beat. And what she's been assigned to is um, it's the whole, the book takes place, the real time of the book is sort of the week or so around um, Bernardo's arrest. So what she's assigned to do as a new reporter, she gets like the crappiest job. They just send her down in a car and she sits outside of his house and watches the forensics teams coming in and out. Um, the forensics teams who really found nothing in there. I mean, nothing worthwhile in that three months time. And, and, and at the same time, she seems to, she's being stalked, essentially. At least that's how the action plays out in the book. Yeah, she's, uh, and that's that's actually the germ of the idea that the, for this book came to me specifically. That was it. It wasn't Bernardo and it wasn't the yeah. backstory. It was the stalker. It was a young woman in her bachelor apartment at night looking out onto her um, fire, escape. fire escape there and the neighbor's motion sensor goes on and she realizes that there's a, somebody out there looking in at her and the motion sensor goes off because they only stay on for a few seconds and now she just has to live with that knowledge that they've seen each other. Um, and then there's all these fam familial connections to darkness, Charles Manson even, like it plays a role in this. It's very intriguing. We're running out of time, I think I'm being told. So I'm going to wrap this up. But I, I hope people will pick up this book. And uh, well, before we go, what's next for you? I know we haven't caught up in a while. We haven't. Um, really uh, great news in the last couple of weeks was that this book has been optioned and is being developed for television. Wow. Congratulations. Yep. That's so that's really Can you, do you have any details on that? I don't have any details yet because it's super new. Um, uh, you know, the production company's kind of in charge of, you know, throwing some names in there and then and then seeing, if we, you know, which broadcaster might be interested. Um, Canadian but, production at the moment? Uh, at the moment, yeah. Okay. Um, okay. But um, the producers seem amazing. They sort of said literally everything right. And other than that, I'm just trying to write a new book. And you can't talk about that yet? Mm, can't talk about that yet. Okay. <laughs> I like to get scoops on the show, so if you have anything to share... I'm so... Um, there's about 60 pages of it. That's great. Yeah, All right, okay. 60 pages. Wow. I'm going to send out a press release right now. All right, there you go. All right, the new book is The Devil You Know. It's out now via HarperCollins. You can learn more about it via elizabethdemariaffi.com, and you can follow her on Twitter at elizabethdem, and that's E-L-I-S-A-B-E-T-H-D-E-M. And she has, uh, like, five copies of the book for sale where the records are for sale in that back room. So hopefully you'll pick one up. How about a hand for Elizabeth DeMariaffi? <laughs> You're going to stick around, I think. You're going to stick around. We have some food to eat and sample and guess. It'll be fun. When we return, Icelandic artists Ava Isleifs and Raquel McMahon will be here. No flipping, everybody. No flipping. <laughs> really? That's what you're going out on? The 32nd Annual Hillside Festival takes place July 24th, 25th, and 26th at Guelph Lake, Rain or Shine, featuring performances by 
Astral Swans, Bad Bad Not Good, Badminton Racket, Baskery, Battle of Santiago, Braids, The Brothers Landreth, Bulgarian Voices Trio, By Divine Right, Tim Chasen, Nels Klein Singers, Constantines, Nick Crane, Alex Cuba, Daka Braca, Del Bell, Doldrums, Echo Deck, Darren Edens, Eloquent, Etiquette, Nick Ferrio, Jeremy Fisher, Frazy Ford, David Francie, The Good Lovelies, Great Lake Swimmers, Ash Grunwald, Hungai, The Henrys, Suzanne Jarvie, Mo Kenny, The Cramdens, Daniel Lanois, Last X, Lee Reed, Lids, Look Vibrant, Le Luc, Minotaurs, Moonface, The Once, Nancy Pants, Doug Paisley, Fred Penner, Perch Creek, Poor Man's Whiskey, Natalie Prass, The Spring Standard, Jamie Stone's Lomax Project, Sultans of Strength, Team, Thus Owl, Tribekistan, Riley Walker, The Weather Station, Jason Wilson and Pee Wee Ellis, and more to be announced. For more information about purchasing tickets to this accessible event, please visit hillsidefestival.ca. Nice job, Matthias and the Burning Hell, uh, featuring uh, Dusty Eight Strings there on the... Uh, what are you playing there, Dusty Eight Strings? What do you got there? It's a Greek bazooki. It's a Greek bazooki. That yeah. sounds fun. It has six strings, but eight tuning keys. Imagine. Oh, nice. Great. What a hand for Dusty Eight Strings, everybody. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's time to check back in with uh, Amory Sanford. Amory, you around? Hi. Hey. What's going on? Oh, you know, I'm just drawing some flamingos now. Nice. Yeah. Of course you are. That makes sense. Uh, what's the turd count currently? <laughs> you know what? It's still two, so... Number two. guys, you know? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we want to encourage people to go back there and draw stuff on the thing. Is that what you'd like? Just, or, just... or suggest things to you? Yeah, you could do that. Or just dog turds. Just dog turds. Your criteria for the general public is dog turds. But for you, you can draw anything. Yeah. What's a, what's a sure sign of spring in Newfoundland, generally? Dog turds? Okay. Quite a town. Quite a town you have here. All right. All right, that's fine. All right, we'll check back in with Amory Sanford in just a little bit. Our next guests are visiting St. John's from Iceland, and they've set themselves up at the Eastern Edge Gallery with a collaborative performance art research residency called It's the Media, Not You. And uh, we're going to learn more about it in just a moment. Uh, please join us all in welcome, welcoming them to the stage. This is Ava Eastleafs and Raquel McMahon. Where are you, Ava? <laughs> injury are you okay what happened I yeah i think i'm okay what did you do i just bumped my ass into this uh, <laughs> hard sofa you have yeah here. i'm sorry about that welcome to the show thanks for being here thank you thanks for being here now you guys were out last night at the ship weren't you yeah. were you out watching yeah. the music yeah. hello i don't know is it working chris i think yeah, yeah. It, yeah. i think it's working yeah you gotta speak into it loudly 
screen. If you can, yeah. Sorry. So were you guys were out partying. Uh, actually, you're missing someone, aren't you? Yeah, we're missing Katainga. What happened? Uh, she flew back to Iceland. to Iceland. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's too bad. Yeah. I saw her just last night. She, she came up to me <laughs> at the ship, and I was just watching the band Mooch. And this woman like kind of danced her way over to me. Yeah, that's Katanga, yeah. And then pointed at me and then said, and I was like, whoa, what is going on? And then she's like, tomorrow that we're going to talk. And I didn't understand why she, how did, I don't even know, she, she must have looked me up on the internet because I'd never met her before. That was kind of strange. Is that a, a thing that she would do normally? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just go up to strange men and... Yeah. Okay. I'm not strange. I mean... So. Kind of, a little bit. Yeah, I'm a little bit, yeah. All right, well, uh, so you guys are having fun in St. John's. How long have you been here? Mm, a week. Only a week, okay. Mm -hmm. And how does it compare to Iceland? Colder. Colder here? Yeah. You live in a place called Iceland. Yeah. How can it be we're, anything We're be so happy that people actually have it worse, worse weather than we do. Yeah. <laughs> are you, and so where are you both from? Reykjavik. Both yeah. of you? Okay. Yeah. So I don't, I, I've never been there. Is it a nice place to live? Yeah. Pretty nice. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Okay. It's nice. All right. Kind of cool. <laughs> you can't complain about it, can you? Except for the weather. The weather. Yeah. It seems to be a theme. All right. Now, I did a Google search for the top news stories in Iceland today, just uh -oh. to see what was going on. And uh -oh. the top two things that came up were strike affects animal welfare in Iceland. The vets are, the veterinarians are striking, I guess. Okay, yeah, they have loads of strikes. What was it again? Loads of strikes? Oh, yeah, yeah. People, people are not allowed to marry. Like, you can't get married because to they're To the animals? <laughs> yes. No, wait. Who, you can't get married? Who no, was on strike? It's not just the vets yeah, that yeah. have a strike. It's like, you know, people that get people married. Oh, the, yeah, like the, do you mind putting that closer to your... Yeah. Yes. Closer so the to people who marry people <laughs> went on strike? Like, what? who are the, like, the justice of the peace, the min the priests, those people? Um, the lawyers? Yeah. Who gets married? I, I don't know. It's you don't like, know. Uh, you know, yeah, I don't know if it's the So no one can get married or no. take their pets to get treated for anything. Okay. Then the second news story was Snoop Dogg playing a gig Woo. in Iceland. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This July. Yeah. <laughs> so are, are most of your news stories canine related is my question. It seems like, it just seems weird that I would do a random search and there was a vets and the dog. Like that seems weird. Is that, is that normal? Is it a big deal that Snoop Dogg is coming to Iceland? No. No? 
Do you like Snoop Dogg? Uh, <laughs> no. Are you a fan? Do you know? Do you know who no, he is? Yeah, I do. Okay. I do. Yeah. You're not fans of the Snoop Dogg. Who would be? What would it be like a big deal if someone came to Iceland? Who would you be excited about? Because I assume a lot well, of people. Patty Smith is coming. Patty Smith is yeah, coming. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's amazing. Well, she's, she's been before though, but she's coming again. Okay, that's. That's what happens. You know, you go once and then. <laughs> yeah. That's like this. Why did that get so weird? At I don't the know. End? <laughs> <laughs> you go once and then. Uh, <laughs> so, I love Patty Smith. Who would be a big deal for you if they came to Iceland? Uh, Rihanna. Rihanna, you like? Okay. Yeah. Huh. yeah. What do you like about Rihanna? I just like shaking my butt <laughs> when she <laughs> yeah. Well said. Well said. <laughs> All right. Uh, now, tell us more about. So, this is your thing. It's the media, not you. Can you tell us more about this thing of yours? What is it? I don't understand. Uh, because I, I should say I didn't. I don't understand because I didn't read about it. You didn't read about it. I didn't do my research. Oh my is didn't my do point. research. Not oh really. My God. I understand what I said in the intro, but can you please, for the love of God, tell us all what your thing is about? Because I need to know. And a lot of people here don't know. I'd okay. like in your own words. Yeah. <laughs> if you could please. So um, it's the media, not you. We're referring to the performance art medium. Oh. And yeah. So um, it's it's kind of yeah. Not we're kind of it's, it's full of cliches, and we kind of wanted to research uh, the performance, and it's, uh, this specific title is kind of referring to how um, often it is that people really hate performance art, you know? <laughs> They're kind of like, oh, it's so awkward, and yeah, so we're kind of looking at that. So you're, saying, yeah. Yeah. you're yeah. saying the reason people don't like performance art is because of the performance art itself? They're not getting the I don't the know. Good it's, stuff? Like, yeah, yeah. it's like it's full of cliches, and when you say performance art, people kind of automatically think about nudity and like urine or something like bodily <laughs> fluids or physical pain, and yeah. So it's full of cliches, and we kind of want to. Those are the cliches about performance art nudity, <laughs> urine, and physical pain. Is that what you just said? Yeah. I didn't even know those were cliches. That's, that sounds like a nice night for me. That sounds good. <laughs> I enjoy the idea of that. What, what are you doing that's different than those things? What, what is the nature of your performance art? No, what we're doing is actually researching the performers through our own practice, because we both, well, like three of us, um, Kadaiga as well, uh, we do performance work, like, as also, as like individually, we do performance work. And that's your research, so you do the we're piece. We're kind of like, we're all visual artists, and we work with performance art, but we also like, I focus on painting and drawing, and Eva focuses on sculpture, and Kata is kind of concep conceptual. So we're looking at how performance art kind of affects these like other mediums, like drawing, and um, how we kind of our our our, our <laughs> approach to it. For okay. instance, like how I approach painting differently, like because like how the performance kind of integrates into the paintings and stuff. Okay, that yeah. sounds cool. Uh, so this is going on here <laughs> until the 26th, right? It's going on at the Eastern Edge till the April 26th, is that right or no? Am I wrong? Wait, what, is that what tomorrow? Day? Yeah. What day is it today? I don't even know. Uh, yeah, I think tomorrow or Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so mm -hmm. has this particular, have you done this in other cities? No. This is your first no, time traveling first anywhere? time, yeah. And you came to Newfoundland? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's cool. This is a cool place, isn't it? 
It's a pretty cool place, yeah. I was, uh, I was just fishing for them to do that there. Yeah. Like, give them a little thing to be happy about. You see what I did? They're pretty happy people. They're great, They're aren't really they? Really happy people, If yeah. we can generalize about the, 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 the people as a whole, we could say they're happy. Yeah. Probably not so into urine and physical pain. Well, they were last But they night, love the nudity. <laughs> All right. All right, well, once again, it's the media, not you, is being exhibited at the main gallery space at Eastern Edge from April 17th to the 26th. So you've been doing this a while till Sunday. When are your next performances? Do you know? Mm, no. <laughs> No, fair. that's the nature of the project as well. Is it random? It's well, not no, it's not random, but you know we don't have the place yet. Oh. So if mm. anybody has a place. <laughs> I don't even know what's going on anymore. That's. <laughs> do you guys have a place on the internet? Like, is there? A, yeah, oops. we have. Yeah, we have a, like a little blog that we are uh, using as our archive. Oh. And we're archiving. It's really hard to document performance art. It's very hard. Oh yeah. Yep. Like photos don't do it justice, yeah. iPhone video, that's not, the, that's not good. It's always quite complex. You gotta see it live. Mm. Yeah, and it always becomes something else, you know, right. documented. Okay, what's the name of your blog? Do you have a... It's the media, not you, what's it called? Hyphenation? Hyphen, yes. hyphen, sure. Uh, Archive.tumblr.com. Yeah, that's easy to remember. That'll be good. That'll be good to <laughs> remember that. All right, and people can learn about it at uh, lanyavanya.com too. Right? Probably, yeah, sure. probably, yeah. <laughs> okay, so how about a hand for uh, Eva and uh, Raquel? Thank you. When, uh, when we return, Aaron Turk is going to feed us some food. So stay where you are. How about make some noise for the burning hell? Hey, everybody? Uh, <laughs> If you enjoy the Creative Control podcast and want to support it with a monthly pledge, please visit patreon.com slash creative control. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash creative control with two Ks. You can pledge $1 a month or $4, $8, $30, $50, $100 a month, whatever you want. There are gifts and incentives to pledge. But more than anything, you can keep the show going. There's no other revenue stream for this podcast. I've been doing it for my own fulfillment and to contribute something to the culture. But I think it's time to see if I can generate some kind of salary from all of this work. So, if you appreciate Creative Control, again, please consider pledging a monthly amount. All of the info you need is at patreon.com slash Control. Thank you. back here. It's time uh, time once again to check in with Amory Sanford. Amory... Thanks, guys. Amory, can you hear me back there? I know it's getting a bit oh, noisy sorry. for the talk show. Yeah, can you hear I can me? hear you just fine. Good. How's it going? Oh, 
Cool's good. Yeah. What do you? What do you got going on right now? Um. Someone just drew a tampon, and it was really good. Woo! Yeah. Somebody drew a tampon? Yeah. Okay. A, a smiling tampon. <laughs> a good sure sign of spring right there, smiling tampon. Okay. Hopeful, hopeful tampon. Hopeful tampon. Okay. Anything else? Um. Yeah. Also, the sun that I actually saw at the. Air Canada cargo building in Halifax. And I was like, why is that son wearing sunglasses? I don't know. It was this whole mural that just made no was sense. It the, but was it an ad for Raisin Bran? Because that son, remember this? No one got that no. joke. <laughs> you remember the Raisin Bran son had sunglasses? It was a great joke. <laughs> I got a hand for my sidekick, Matthias Kong, earning his money right now. All right, so uh, we'll continue on and more stuff will yeah. get added yeah. uh, as people engage more with Amory Sanford. <laughs> All right, it's time to learn about some local food and drink, and here to teach us is a certified wine scholar and author. Put your hands together for Aaron Turk, everybody. Turn something on? Is it working? Oh God! Why does everyone keep saying that? Well, no, it doesn't it's fine. sound like I'm projecting well enough. No, you. I okay. know because it's fine. You Perfect. sound great. Can okay. you hear Aaron? Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, Aaron. Uh, I don't know a whole ton about you other than what I've read on the internet. You seem to be Not good at stuff. There. What do you do? I'm very good at stuff. It's hard being so good at stuff. Yes. I'm uh, with you there. So I have to focus my talents. Yeah. Because otherwise, it's just overwhelming for everybody else. So right now. I work at a restaurant called Raymond's. Uh, I'm a sommelier. Wine. You guys know Raymond's? Yes. So wine is really the word of the day right now. Today I am representing another fine establishment for culinary integrity in St. John's, and that is Mallard Cottage, which is down in Kitty Vitty. Todd Perrin, Stephen Lee, great friends, great people, and they've supplied us with some... Uh, local fare, okay. I guess. So, so and you wrote a book, though, didn't you? Yes, that's from way back in my past when I was a bread baker slash chef. It's about sourdough bread. Uh, it's 74 pages in one recipe, so as you can imagine, I, I go on and on and on. Um, so but it's mostly a, funny. I think people get a kick out of it. You didn't have an editor? I did have an editor. I paid an editor. You say 74 pages for one recipe, <laughs> She asked me to elaborate more about me because she liked my voice. Oh, I yes. do too. I do yes. too. I can see that. Okay, yep. that's. Yep. And, and you have copies of the book for sale. There are some okay. copies. Right. Yes. All right. Yes. What are we going to be sampling? Today? Well, so I heard that you are a vegetarian and don't drink. That's right. So of have course. Have a hand for me. <laughs> <laughs> so naturally, I brought a rum-based cocktail. Okay. And uh, some succulent pieces of a pig's head, and some lobster, but also some greens, so you can still join in. Just sounds like a really high-end version of Lord of the Flies all of a sudden. <laughs> 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 yeah, I tried to bring the whole head, but it had already been eaten, so, you know. Dare to dream, it is what okay, it is. So, so the cocktail. Okay, let's oh, well, start. But also, first of all, the, the cooling agent for the cocktail is, of course, harvested from an iceberg. So it's official. 
And what you guys here like to say that the iceberg is harvested. <laughs> well, like someone's got to go there. It's some not some kind of weird you don't oceanic just, farmer it's not sold going out. In, well, it's not sold in the grocery store. It requires a little bit of effort. Okay. So did you is, harvest this yourself? I certainly did not. I hate boats, and I won't go in the ocean. Okay. Right. Uh, the cocktail is this is a this is a Mallard Cottage special. This is uh, some blueberry, wild Newfoundland blueberries, which have been pureed, uh, house-made ginger beer, which is a feat in itself, really, and of course, iceberg rum. And iceberg rum is not as romantic as it sounds. It's just a brand, but still, it's rum. Okay. So we're gonna do this, and we're gonna. S Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Mixology.com. <laughs> Okay. Just give it a little, as they say, what are you at? And I don't, okay, I'm enjoy. Not, I can't really, I probably shouldn't. Can someone else sample this? Elizabeth, how about you? Okay, she said, she's a mom. Pass, she pass it around. <laughs> so, Cheers. Yeah, Elizabeth, have a sip. Oh, it's amazing, it's delicious. Of course. That's the right answer, okay, good. Thank you very much. I only brought the one glass because we can share because we're it's all family. You have, are you sick? That's how it is. You have a cold? <laughs> you have children though. You're sick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna take sick. <laughs> no, I, I'm not. You know what it's like. I have kids. Yeah. So you're always sick. It doesn't matter what you do. <laughs> okay, so solids. I Let's feel talk like solids. I said that. <laughs> okay. Well, you're you don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Go ahead. Try it. Do you guys have, uh, do you guys have uh, icebergs in Iceland? No. That's <laughs> right. That's probably what I deserve. Just Iceland okay. in Iceland. All right. Was, so was it good? Did you like it? Okay. The Iceland people like the drink. Thank you. Okay. Good. Um, um, oh, so. Yeah. There you go. All right. What, what's next? What do you have next here? So for the solids, let's start with the vegetarian option. This is, uh, this is a fairly important piece of produce for the survival of Newfoundland people. This is called miner's lettuce, okay. and it is the first green that comes up. It's not really a hospitable climate for growing things, so most things are root vegetables. Things that grow underground do best. So when we get a green that thrives, we celebrate it. Okay. Miner's lettuce is what it's called, and this is what those in the seasoned outport home would have I don't it basically helped people fight scurvy. Oh, that's It's healthy. Good. It's that good. Sounds, so so nice. have okay. some. It's Okay, I'll have some of this. We have Well, I don't know if you need this might be just what, a can I just grab it? bomb. Yeah. Okay. Does anyone else want to Do you want to try the miners lettuce? <laughs> it's hand bomb. It's local vegetation. It should be fresh and tasty. The life of a vegetarian people. <laughs> tastes like a tastes like a pig's head. <laughs> uh, well, there may oh, have been the some contact. Ah, it's good, I guess. <laughs> Cross-contamination, that's what we call that. I kind of hate being a vegetarian sometimes. Well, but it's local, it's organic, and it's good for you. It's why yeah. we're all oh, here and not as pasty as we might nice. otherwise you be. you want to come and try the <laughs> No, I'm good. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what's next? Um, well, do we want to go... From the sea or from the farm? What? Well, we can either we can either try some lobster, which is the the season for lobster just opened. So, so this is from the west coast of the island. So okay, Matthias can't have the lobster or he'll die. Shellfish allergy. Why didn't you offer me the drink? 
It's, sorry, it's separated by the miner's le sorry, lettuce sorry. in case you're okay. worried about uh, cross-contamination. Okay, okay, does anyone from the audience, is anyone hungry? Really? No one? It's, it's fresh, tasty food. Come up here, sir. <laughs> How about a hand for this guy? Chugging that cord. Drunk on I'm the thirsty. Show. All right. What? Oh, hey, hey, how's it going? Come here. I'm sorry, we're not really organized. No, don't go that way. Go over here. No. All right. Yeah. Sure. What's your name? Justin. Hey, Justin. How's it going? A lot better. Okay. Good. Why don't we? Uh, what do we want him to try? The lobster? What? What would you like to try? There's lobster and pig cheek here, you drink from that. the face yeah, of the head of a beautiful pig. There we go. How do we know the pig's so the, name? So it's sliced up. Well, you don't really name pigs when you're a custodian of animals that you're later going to slaughter. It gets too personal. I don't see why you wouldn't name them. Okay, never mind. <laughs> the, the fat is good for you. It's, it's all good for you. Okay, Justin's fat is flavor. Go ahead, down the hatch or whatever. <laughs> Sorry. We, we don't need the him. chewing sounds. His name is Larry, and he's delicious. <laughs> nice. He's all, right, I'm just, all right, Justin, sit down. Will you just sit down? Thank you. <laughs> brave, brave soul. All right. Does anyone here want to try the lobster? Somebody. No one. Someone? Okay, I'll try it. I'll try the lobster. That's fine. What, which one's the, this one? <laughs> the one that's not pork. Okay. So, that's delicious. Where was this prepared? This was prepared at Mallard Cottage All by right. the, the fine and talented people who work there, trained chefs. Very nice. Yeah, and it's fresh. It's the start of the season, so we're jumping on it while we can. Well, it only lasts for so long, so. I learned a lot about St. John's. Did you? I, I did. How about a hand <laughs> for Aaron Turk, everybody? <laughs> eat more of this grass. Lettuce. It's lettuce, sorry. All right, Aaron, what's coming up next for you? Do you got another project or something to talk about? Uh, well... Uh, part of the Raymond's crew, we are opening a new restaurant, downtown St. John's, and I will be taking a sabbatical from wine, and uh, I'm going to I'm going <laughs> to embrace the cocktail for a year. I'm I'm moving up. <laughs> moving up to cocktails. That's and great. so we're going to uh, have a new restaurant, hopefully open sometime in June, and we hope to see you all there. Did you have? A, is there a name for it? The Merchant Tavern. The Merchant Tavern. The Merchant Tavern. Nice. All yes. right. So everybody, look out for that. Yep. And uh, your book's for sale. What's your book called? It's called Sourdough, A Recipe for Life. 74 pages, one recipe. <laughs> Highly anecdotal. It's a good bathroom read. <laughs> it's available for sale in the back room with all the records. Aaron Turk, everybody. When we return, a performance by Suds. Suds will be making a, an appearance on this couch and they'll be playing songs. Stick around. Burning Hell, everybody. Have a hand for the Burning Hell. Attention Metal Fans! The third annual Kitchener Metal Fest is coming on Saturday, May 30th at the Wax Nightclub in Kitchener. Join headliners Varga with Kame, Calling Chaos, Vic Viper, Act of Sin, Them Thieves, and the sensational Robbie Hain Band. The festival starts at 5 p.m. and door prizes will be given out throughout the night, including a guitar, recording time, a one-hour massage, and a $250 tattoo gift card. Tickets are $10 
$10 in advance and $12 at the door and are available by emailing KitchenerMetalFest at gmail.com. All proceeds will go to the Grand River Regional Cancer Center. There is also a GoFundMe site available for those who can't make the festival, but would like to donate. That's the third annual Kitchener Metal Fest, Saturday, May 30th at the Wax Nightclub, 125 King Street West in Kitchener. Unfortunately, this venue is not fully accessible. For more information, go to Facebook.com slash Kitchener Metal Fest. on the show, we're going to check in with our artist and uh, residence there at the back, Amory Sanford. <laughs> Amory? I'm still here. What's up? How's it going back there? I'm good. I'm almost done. You're I almost got, done? I have one Hawaiian flower left, and then them are good. So, yeah. Okay. There's any, do, you, do you need more crowd uh, participation there? Um, I'm feeling pretty good about it right now. But Someone I mean, drew I, a tampon. Yes. And dog turds. That's it, yeah. But I, f I think that artistic vision is near completion okay. at this point. But I mean, still open to it, I guess. You know? Okay, now you are an artist in residence in town. That's right. Where yeah. can people like check out what you're up to and your work? Um, I actually, I'm doing the residency upstairs at St. Michael's Print Shop, and I'm there pretty frequently. I mean, usually 9 to 5, you guys are around, you can come visit me, I have a website, I guess. What do you mean you um, guess? I have, I have a website now, so it's a new thing I'm getting used to. So. What's the website? It's just, it's just my name, AmorySanford.com. Okay, yeah. good, AmorySanford.com. Yeah, okay. I don't and know. Don't be. <laughs> that was just Why weird. So it was weird to say your website into a microphone, you know? Right. Well, yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's not that weird. I mean, people have websites. It's fine. People should know yeah. what you're up to, yeah. and it's good. And you're. Totally. So you're from Halifax, but you're staying in Newfoundland for the year? Uh, from Alberta, went to Halifax oh. to NASCAD, and then woke up in St. John's one day in September. So. That's the way it works. Yeah. So you're here for the, for, you're here for the foreseeable future? For now, yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. All right. So, and this thing, where can we see this thing when, now that, when it's done? Uh, it'll be here. Just right there? It'll be right here. I'm, I won't move it, promise. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, yeah, how about another hand for Amory Sanford? <laughs> Our next guests are a power pop band based in Toronto featuring members of Gramercy Riffs, Toledo, and Secret Connection. Uh, they are here in a two-piece form. And I don't know if I mentioned this earlier, but two of the members of the band are from Hamilton. Hamilton. <laughs> and three of them are from St. John's? What? You have a microphone in front of you. Yes, we all are. You're all from St. John's? Kind of. What? I'm from Petty Harbor. What does that even mean? It's a town. It's up the, up the road. Oh, it's a town. Okay. It's close. Ten minutes. All right, whatever. We're stoked. Same. We're stoked they could be here to play a song, so please make some noise for Suds. Thank you. That's awesome. <laughs> Awesome. All right, All right so well, hang on a second. Guys, yeah. we got to work this out before showtime. Yes. Uh, the rehearsal is going well. 
But when I said, here's Suds, they should play. Oh. Not you oh. doing a Gramercy riff song. Sorry, I wasn't listening. Yeah, I know. It's, we'll straighten this out before we go to air. Okay. Once again, please don't play now when I say their name. Once again, everyone, how about uh, a round of applause for Suds? <laughs> You're the one I 
wanted you Suds, everybody. Suds. You can uh, check out the bands. They got a couple songs on their Bandcamp. Sudsthebandbandcamp.com, right? Exactly. Am I pronouncing that right? Is it Suds? We were gonna add an extra U. So it'd be Suds. <laughs> we didn't. It's Suds, right? Yeah. What is he like? He like soap? What is? It's an acronym. Oh, it's an acronym. What does it stand for? Subjective units of distress scale. I got anxiety. Oh. All the that's time. Depressing. I'm anxious right now. Okay. <laughs> Sucks. Suds. But it also like the, the suds on top of your beer. We like drinking oh, beer. Oh, right. Yeah. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Not washing clothes. Not soap. No. And three of us are from St. John's. Right. Okay. <laughs> Two from All Hamilton. Right. Good to know. No, nice job. Nice job. Well, uh, that's, uh, that's the show. I'd like to thank all of our guests. enjoying the suds a little early. We're playing at the ship. Uh, yeah, I'd like to thank all our guests, Eastern Edge Gallery, the Lanya Vanya crew. Thank you guys for everything you did there and uh, all of you for coming to the show. Did you have a good time on the show? Thank you. You can uh, follow me on Twitter, at Bishkana and at Bish Creative. And that's all I have to say. Enjoy your festival and uh, make some more noise for the burning hell. Good night, everybody. Thanks again for checking out Creative Control with Vish Khanna. You can email me about the show at creativecontrol933 at gmail.com. That's creative with a K, control with a K, 933 at gmail.com. You can also follow our Twitter at Vish Creative, V-I-S-H-K-R-E-A-T-I-V-E. And you can also like our Facebook page. A version of this show airs on CFRU in Guelph every Wednesday at noon Eastern. And you can listen to that online at cfru.ca or if you're in the KW region at 93.3 FM in Guelph. You can also sign up for the weekly mailing list for the podcast and the, and the show at vishkana.com and subscribe to the podcast 
on iTunes. I believe that is everything I wanted to tell you. Thank you once again. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.